What's going on, everybody? You have tuned in to one of the greatest part of your days, which is The Cave with your boy, Quentin, a.k.a. Prince Q. I am so elated that you guys have decided to join us yet again for another awesome time in The Cave. And I am not by myself. I have three, yes, three of the dopest brothers a guy could ever ask for in this piece let me introduce them starting with my man 50 grand the man brandon rouse is in the building yo 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 what's up i'm happy to be back on the cave let's get a pop in and i have all the answers you need because i am the smartest man in the room (laughs) that's what he thinks as usual next up listen we finally got the celebrity, the senator is in the building. You all have been asking. We finally were able to get on his schedule. My man, Fitty Grand, the Senator Rodney Kirkendall Jr. is in the building. What up, <laughs> Senator What's Kirk? happening? Nobody asking for me, man. It's good to be here with y'all, though. <laughs> Nobody's asking for him. Sure, they're not. And last, I sound like a Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, my man, 20 plus years going strong, my man, the right hand man, Sir Rick Phillips. What's going on, Rick? Yo, nothing much, man. Let's get it popping. Let's go. <laughs> we are in yes, the building. Sir. Listen, before we get going, I want to thank everybody that tuned in for the very first episode of The Cave. Everybody has been showing mad love and an outpour of love, and it's been crazy dope. And we're just doing this four dudes that love life and we're gonna knock everything out and, and, and keep it going and, and and if you love the show keep even leaving those comments and, and and if you don't like it well just don't tune in no, <laughs> all right uh listen we got plenty to talk about today but i do want to talk about some breaking news uh if, if you da-da, haven't da-da. been alert <laughs> pretty much if you haven't been alert rob gronkowski he won't Gronkowski retires via Instagram and his Instagram post. He had a lengthy message and it was basically saying that it was time for him to move on. Uh, 29 years old, uh, in 2018, he caught 47 passes for 682 yards, uh, three touchdowns and 191 yards in the playoffs. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, three, t- three Super Bowls, four, t- four uh, first-time all-Pro honors, eighth on all-time playoff receptions with 81, ninth in playoff receiving yards with 1,161, tied for the second in uh, postseason TD receptions with 12. And last September, uh, Kirk might actually like this. Uh, he nearly they uh, nearly settled on a trade to send him to Detroit, but it didn't go through because he was talking about retirement talks. Fellas, Gronkowski is gone let's start with uh let, let's start with the, the man himself rodney what what you, what you make of this retirement man? what do you think um as a coach fan I'm, I'm happy i'm glad he's out of there get him out of there <laughs> keep keep coming uh wow. i knew it was coming uh his back he has back problems shoulder problems arm every possible injury you can think of he he's had it in his career he's only 29 so you know it's pretty young still uh He's going to go down, Hall of Famer, one of the best tight ends, I believe, that ever played. He's a great blocker, uh, great hands, a fun guy. Uh, He's a college, he's like a college kid. He likes to drink his beers and dance on a dance floor. What else can you ask for? Uh, My opinion, I'm I'm happy that he's gone, but yeah, whatever. 
let, let well, I don't know if everybody heard me, but I said let's start with Kirk. <laughs> but that's oh. fine. Uh <laughs> let, let's go to Kirk now. Kirk, let me ask you this, uh, because Ross just said he was a Hall of Famer. You can give me your thoughts too. Is 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 he a Hall of Famer? Is he first uh, first ballot? What 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 do you what Oh one hundred percent? I mean your thoughts. You know, he's he's a freak of nature. He was like a, a freaking Mack truck running down the field. It's like he wasn't fast, but he caught everything that was thrown at him and you couldn't tackle him with just one guy. Um, you know, but like Ralph said, it's, it's like he was he's like young Frankenstein. Like his body was getting, being put back together every year and he was just kind of falling apart and it's sad at 29. But, you know, I think he took a beating like that because guys didn't know how to hit him. They know how to bring him down because he's yeah. so big, you know. But, uh, you know, I... I think the greatest tight end of all time is Tony Gonzalez, but uh, Gronk, Gronk mm. is pretty awesome too. He helped me win a couple of fantasy championships. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do that. No, <laughs> I heard it was some some rigging going on there. Rick, uh, man, what say you about our man Gronk? Well, first of all, this is the first time I've heard of him. Mm. Wow, definitely. Uh, I think I was, I, oh yeah, I was definitely asleep. <laughs> <laughs> in a, I had to get my Sunday now. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He ain't the only one. Grown, grown. Hey, <laughs> no, but for real, I, I had no idea. This is my first time hearing the news, but um, I do agree. You know, with him being a uh, future Hall of Famer, and um, like Ralph said, you know, he, he's he's a fun guy. You know, on and off the field, you know, he like to, you know, have fun and everything. I feel the same way as a college, you know, type uh, individual. Um, but, yeah, man, 29 years old, definitely hard to tackle, crazy up and down the field, that size, uh, mobility and everything. Paul. Um, you know, you know, Rouse. <laughs> you know, Rouse said he's got good hands. Yeah, Rouse said a couple Rouse times. Said he got good hands. Yeah, he I'm, like, I'm not gonna mess up this yeah, podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. this is the game. You gotta get you ready. Gotta, I'm not gonna use a Colts fan. Let, let, let me let me bring this question out. Uh, let me ask this, and and I'll, I'll send it back to Rick and then you, you know, Rouse and Kirk. You guys answer this too. What does this do for Tom Brady going forward? I know that there, there's been a lot of a lot of talks. Uh, is is this his last year? He said he's coming back. What will this be his last year? Now, now that that you know that Gronk has retired, Kirk or uh, Rick, what what do you what do you think, man? Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he say uh, he's playing at least two more? Yeah, two, two more or years? three. I think he wants yeah. to be 45. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, he's gonna you know you missing. Uh, that target with that chemistry that they have, you know, between him, Tom, and you have, you know, of course, Coach uh, Belichick. But Tom is going to continue to do what he does, and that's be a great quarterback. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure who is next up on the roster or who they're going to shop for. Um, but, you know, Tom is still going to be Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, let's go. Rouse. Yo, yo. What do, you think, what, what do you think about Brady, man? What do you, what do you think this does for him moving forward? Uh, actually, I think Tom is, is going to struggle more. Uh, he's he's now a deking dunk quarterback. He was been in the past, but now it's he, he's really just out deking and dunking his way down the field. 
And without Gronk, it's going to be a little bit harder. Um, still have Belichick. Whoa, pause, pause, pause. Whoa, I am tripping tonight. <laughs> you, you know, this 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 Duke game got, got me a little. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. It's, it's messing me up because I'm, I'm not oh over that anyway. Uh, I, okay, so about Gronk. And Tom Brady. Brady is going to continue to struggle. Um, he's older now. Uh, man, it's it is what it is. I'm as a coach fan, I want everything terrible to happen to the Patriots. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so That's what it I, I think like. every NFL fan is not in so New England. So time needs what? to hurry up and get the Tom Brady. So they, so they can fail more. Uh, Belichick, you know, with I hope, I wish it comes out that Belichick was, was with Robert Kraft. So he can wow. get out of here. Uh, wow. Conspiracy. <laughs> well, I just need, I need everybody going for they that don't, team. They don't like each other much, those two. Hey, well. Yeah. The idea. Well, hey, uh, Belichick called the police on, on, on Kraft. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, conspiracy. Well, Kirk, go ahead, man. We'll, well, we'll I would say ahead, this. Um, you know, I think the dink and dunk is what helps because you got a little guy named Julian Edelman who won the MVP this year in the Super Bowl. That's that's what he does. I mean, Brady's been playing this way for, for the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years where he's throwing these short little passes. You, you throw it to Edelman. You throw it to a little running back out of the backfield. Um you got another little receivers that they throw out here. I mean, it's truly amazing. He's been doing this 20 years. And he, Gronk has only been in the league for nine of those. So, you yeah. know, Brady, eventually he's – hopefully he just goes off because I'm sick of seeing him win too. But, you know, I appreciate the greatness that they have. I mean, you think about it, the only constant over these 20 years is Brady and Belichick, and they plug everybody else in. As much as I can't stand That's the true. Patriots – I think that is just amazing. I mean, and you know, how do you do that? He just adapt. They have, they have a way, and they stick with yeah. it, and it works. It works. It's the Patriot way. It works. It's very annoying because it's worked, and it's a dynasty, and it's it, it is a kudos to the Patriots, man. Whatever. And, and even this, well, remember, remember, Brady missed that year, and Matt Castle came in and won 14 games and won and Matt got money because yeah. of it he had you know yeah he didn't play well anywhere else so uh, is it really Belichick or is it is it Brady like is it Brady is it really Brady or is it Belichick I would say Belichick it's, chi- it's the chicken to eight theory yeah you gotta go with that yeah yeah well uh definitely a great career for uh Rob Gronkowski my my two cents is I actually think that he'll be back you think Gronk um, could be back? I, I think that I think Gronk will return. I think he's going to take this time to kind of heal up, and and I could see him returning. Am I a hundred percent on that? Probably not. I, but I, I'm leaning towards seventy five right now that that he'll be really. Uh, that, that's just that's just me. That's just me. I, I feel like you know he, he's twenty nine. Man, that in football years that's just old because the body yeah. is just. So Depending on up. the position, his and yeah. his position. I mean, and, and, and let's remember too, he, he he's a blocker as well. Like he, you know, he's yeah. he's he, he, so I, I I think that Grunt will make it in the Hall of Fame. I know people could say, well, he's missed so many seasons. I mean, he hadn't played a full season since like what 2011. I want to say somewhere around there because of injuries. So I think he'll get in based upon his. Postseason resume. No matter what, kudos to you, Grunt. We're gonna miss the spike, 
<laughs> and uh, you are the you, man. I got go one, to, one thing. Go so ahead, Kirk. Go ahead. usually go when ahead. guys talk about retirement, it's because they don't want to go through that daily grind of of yep. trying to keep maintain their body, trying to go it's through true. studying and practicing and stuff. And you know, right. when that's done, that's done. When they don't want to do that, yeah, yeah, they're done. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have the feeling yeah. he's just kind of checked out on that. He's done with it. He's done with Belichick's ways. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, he wants I, I, to I'll tell you. Beer and yeah, party. He's, well, I'll, he's t- the I'll tell you what we're going to see. Right? Him. He's Shaq. He's yeah, Shaq we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we'll we'll see him in a WWE ring. Bet money on that for sure. Uh, all right, let's move on. I I, I know we got a couple of baseball fans. I did want to put this out because I thought this was pretty significant. Mike Trout, uh, this past week he signed the largest contract in professional sports, twelve <laughs> years. $430 million, $36 million per average is the most in MLB history. Trout is a two-time All-American League MVP, a seven-time All-Star. He's not won one playoff game in eight seasons, wow. though. Wow. And, and, and so I, I, I thought that was pretty significant. But but let more importantly, here are the four largest contracts in North American sports. Trout with $430 million. Russell Westbrook with 207 million, Matt Ryan 150 million, and Alex Ovechkin uh, 124 million dollars. Guys, uh, what say you? Uh, all, all, all this money is. First of all, I, I'm not sure. Out of all who watches baseball besides myself, is Trout deserving of this? My opinion, yes. Kirk, go ahead, man. What, what do you think? <laughs> And Flint still can't get no clean yeah, water. Yeah, I mean, deserving. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you do uh, that. What, 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 was it? what was it? Uh, he's getting 12 years, 430 million dollars on a 36 million dollar per average. It's almost half a billion dollars. Ye- 12 years though. Who, who gets a 12 year contract? Base- you know what? Well, you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> let me have a son, and he's playing baseball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, yeah. Brandon Jr. Well, listen, Period. I got two twins. You already know what's going on. I'm putting them at that pitcher's mound, and I'm putting them in the right field. That's uh, <laughs> you know, but when, when you think about it, though, guys, when you think about it, because I hear lots of people complaining about how much they make, and it is, it is crazy, but it's a drop in the bucket to the owners. You know, yeah, yeah. The owners, yeah, the owners are running everything. And you know, I I can go yeah. on into. I think these college athletes should be getting paid also, but I'm not gonna get that started. But go ahead, preach. Well, let's that, preach. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, Ross has been talking about that for a minute. Duke is making millions. Michigan State is making millions. Every every major basketball program, and then football brings in even more money. Even more. So, Those yeah. kids can't see any of it. I mean, I, any of it. Kirk, I live uh, with college Rick, athletes. What, what, what do you think, man? Well, I'm yeah. doing some reading. Yeah, shout out to Joel. Uh, right. So, previous six year he signed was 144, 500 million, with a signing bonus of five mil, average salary of 24 million. That was the previous six years. So they say he's what 27 years old now. Yeah. Then you get the signing bonus of 20, 20 mil, average salary of 36, like you said. But then I was reading this. You have the right fielder, uh, Mookie Betts from the Red Sox, mm-hmm. who, who was mm-hmm. the what the league MVP this past season, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to have some talks about his salary <laughs> not this went down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I think it's crazy. But I will say this, I don't think that there is a more deserving player uh to, to get that. Trout's name never comes up in the news. You never hear anything bad said about him, man. He just goes out, he does his job, and 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 he's well deserving of it. He is the best player in baseball. I hate to say it. I'm more deserving of uh, of the judge. He's been doing yes. it longer than the judge. He's been doing it longer than the judge. And and what he does, that. man. The the only thing that I would say that people want to argue is, well, Trout hasn't won a playoff game. The, the the Angels haven't won a playoff game, but that's not his fault. Baseball comes down to the probably the most important thing of baseball is pitching. Pitching. They got some great pitchers yeah. there, but no, nothing, pin. you know. Yeah, pretty much. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on forward and uh Man, that's that that's a lot of money. Like, question. Let's uh, said, like he brought up a pretty good player over there in New York named Judge. I mean, he's gonna have a contract mm-hmm. coming up at some point too. Do you he's gonna do you think he passes it? Yeah, you think he you think he, uh no and I'm gonna t- cracks that? I, I, I'm gonna tell you I'll tell you the only way he cracks that if is, is if he gets out of New York. Only because we got uh Carlos Stanton out there, Juan Juan out there. So it's it's it, you know it's 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 tough. It, it's tough. I think he would have to leave New York. I mean, listen, our Yankees, our Yankees. we have a cr- a crazy payroll, no doubt about it. But they wanted to lock up Trout and make sure he's going to be. Listen, when his contract expires, I believe he'll be forty, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere yeah. around there. He's he's pretty set. And I think they also did that uh, because Bryce Harper just went to the Phillies. They were talking about uh, tampering and all of that kind of carrying on. They wanted to make yeah. sure he didn't. That's all so, it was. I, I he can't, can't DH toward the end of that contract too because he's in the AL. Yes, so. he can. Um, yes, he can. You yes, know, that's can. part of the what I hate about baseball is those big, like the if you got the money, you're gonna have a great team. You know, so you yep. see it as yeah. always the same teams. It's the Yankees. It's the Red Sox, and now the yeah. Cubs are back at full strength. That's right, they're they're up there. Yeah. The Dodgers, you Dodgers. Know, you got a big payroll. You're going to have a good right. team, and That's you right. know there's there's no parity. Well, uh, people that are listening, listen. If you don't watch baseball, you need to. Baseball is a phenomenal sport. You might think it's boring, but our opening day here is right around the corner. So I encourage you to go out there and watch. Uh, some baseball. Let us transition into this NCAA tournament. And I want to transition this way. <laughs> I was irritated today watching Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I watched Wally Zerbiak sit behind that table while his suit was still buttoned up. <laughs> that is the most frustrating thing in the history of frustration. Those buttons are being stretched. No man <laughs> should sit on TV or sit, sit behind any table. Sit, on sit, down. Yeah. sit period sit down. with yeah. your suit still buttoned yeah. up. That is <laughs> frustrating. And if you people, if you, if, I, I want to say this too. Uh, if, if you people are not following Brandon Rouse, I, I'm telling you, on Twitter, you people need to follow him. I think his hashtag is at that guy Rouse. Rouse had a comment this week that. <laughs> I, it, 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 it took me. 
his 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 thoughts are random thoughts in my head. And he said, number two, if you put your pants on before you put on socks, then you probably put ketchup on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking you what I do. You know how many? <laughs> That's what I was. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm guilty. I don't like eggs, but the times that I have eaten them, I've eaten them with ketchup no. on them, and I've also no. put on uh, pants before I put on my side. As a matter of fact, I stopped myself today before I left. So when I was looking at Zerbiak, I'm like, "Are you serious? You're just gonna sit there with your suit buttoned up?" Behind that table, and it looked uncomfortable. Oh gosh! Go ahead, Ross. Do you understand how uncomfortable it is to put your pants on first, <laughs> and then have to raise your pants leg up <laughs> to pull your, your socks, socks up? What <laughs> I can do that? They wear footies. No one oh, wears my footies gosh. anymore. So, oh my god! I just sit around at work a lot, and I think, or I'm in the toilet. And I get to thinking. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh god! Shower. I get to thinking, and so and then I just write. I write down my thoughts. Oh god! That's good. That's good. Guys, I, I actually applaud. I just. I, I like. I write them down. I I, I have another question. <laughs> As a man, do you wear a beater underneath your V-neck, or do what? you just go beaterless? I wear a beater under the V-neck. What? Oh wow! Yes. <laughs> Have to nah. I, I do it. Cause my well, you Every know, day. my my nipples show. They get hard in a white V neck. So, oh, 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 no! Uh, so, a uh, beat uh, under your V neck shirt. Yeah. Nah, nah. That, that's and a no for me. Listen, I I, I agree, Ralph. Um, me, I'm <laughs> shape that I want to be in for my my breasts. A little bit. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, know I what sweat, you're I sweat a little bit more now. <laughs> you know, I sweat a little bit in the chest area and then my back. <laughs> oh the my back. Yes. I want that. Suit yes. yes. Hey, that hey. I'm, 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 I'm looking at Rouse's his his thoughts. He said, why is Arkansas not pronounced... Uh, why is it pronounced Arkansas and not Arkansas? Why is the same spelling? What the- <laughs> who, who is the jerk that changed that? Oh. The same, the same that? guy that got dick out of Richard. It's like... <laughs> He's a douche. <laughs> guys, guys, let's move on. NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament. Oh gosh, you are in the cave. Uh, let I wanna I wanna actually start with something that I thought was crazy. Uh, Tom Izzo. Uh, we got two Spartan fans in here with Sir Rick and uh, Senator Kirk. Go, Go white. green. Go white. Uh, Tom Izzo. People are getting on his case because uh, he was talking to I think his name yeah. is Aaron Henry. Yeah. Uh, pulled him over. During a timeout session, and uh, let's just say he just laid into him, pause, uh, and went <laughs> off. Uh, and 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 let me read something from a former player uh, named Draymond Green. 
he says on Twitter, Justin FYI, being in those huddles for years, Cassius and Matt grab is so he could shut up and move on. After right. a while, you're just ready for him to draw uh, right. up the play, just giving perspective from someone who's been a part of those huddles. And the reason he wouldn't stop is because Aaron Henry kept talking. However, what the world doesn't know is that Iz loves the kid who will challenge him back more than anything. Mm. So there is some insight for you all. So young fella, keep standing up for yourself and no back down. And Iz, keep leading the program. We are on a mission. Let me start with uh, Rick. Rick, what do you think about Izzo? And, and, and do what what are your thoughts concerning that type of coaching? Because I know there are some parents, some people who feel like let's just love the kid and be nice, and there are others who are like, "Look, you're mad enough to take it. Get on the court and take it." Go ahead. Right. Hey, look, I, I'm glad Kirk is on with me because he can attest to this. Now, I've played, you know, in elementary YMCA ball, uh, junior high, uh, a couple years in high school, or whatever. Um, and YMCA ball had the same coaches, Coach Denny Parks. Look, Niles. Listen, That's Coach right. Denny Parks, Coach Pat Branstetter. And let me tell you, YMCA ball, Branstetter got in us. Yeah. Denny Parks got yes. into it. And I mean, we're yes. in elementary. Yeah. If you if you didn't have that kind of coaching, like, and this and this all about holding you accountable, even at that age, because. We run through plays in practice, so our mind is trained to do something a certain way. So if it's game time, you don't right. do that. Obviously, you're mm-hmm. going to get chastised. Right, right. And people was blowing it up out of proportion because you know he had cashes trying to hold Izzo back because he got out of his seat. Like, dude, he didn't hit Aaron. <laughs> you know, it's the tournament. You're playing for a national championship, and you're going against a mm-hmm. team that was playing undeniably great that we shouldn't have been that close with them in the first place. Oh my gosh. It didn't look good at it one didn't. point. It didn't. It didn't look it's good a tournament. at one point. Right. It's a tournament. Go ahead, man. So, hey, Izzo, that's what he's been doing for years. So, obviously, the people that has been saying whatever they've been saying about that, blowing it over proportion, they must now just been tuning in because he's been doing that since 95. For years. Yeah, yeah. Um, being a resident here in East Lansing, um, sure. You know, right I, I, of course, I got pretty good word right away. I mean, I didn't get to watch it live, but I know people that know Coach personally. And uh, you know, but first, before I get into that, it's just like guys know what they sign up for when they come to Michigan mm-hmm. State. The families know. Mm-hmm. The families obviously know coaches sure. though, and trust them enough to send their child there to spend, you know, two to four years or whatever the case may be with him, you know. And I, everybody that I know, and, it, and it's really kind of the culture here, at, the culture here at Michigan State where it's a family atmosphere. Every player that plays in any uniform looks at their coach like uh, a parent, whether it's the women's basketball right. coach or football coach or, or uh, basketball and hockey or whatever. You know, they all look at the coach as a parent. And so in that situation, me looking at it, I saw it and I said, man, Izzo's kind of fired up. He gets fired up. You know, I had never seen him really do that to where he had to get up yeah. out of his chair. And then what I did here is, and Henry was talking back. 
And then I went on to, yeah. and which is okay. And like Rick just said, that's what Izzo likes. But then I went on in, in depth in it and I was hearing, and uh, Coach even talked about it in the press conference. It's like, this this yeah, is the, not the time for yeah. my bag. This is win or go home. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the culture here. It's like, we want to win championships. And at this point, yeah, you were a freshman, according to your class. But when you're at the end of the season here, you're no longer a freshman. You're not a freshman. There's no anymore. more excuses. Right. It, and, and it was right. an effort right. thing. If it's, a, if it's right. an effort yeah. thing. Like, I'm going to bark at you. I work with kids. Like, I'm going to be on you if you're not busting your butt when you're supposed to. There is a job. You are given a job. You're given an an expectation. We put a game plan out there, and it's up for you to execute it. And if you're not willing to work hard, I'm going to get somebody else to do it. But the problem with Michigan State is they don't really have anybody else to do it because they all beat up an injury. That's right. You only got one guy. And, uh, uh, my dream was to play for Rizzo. And like Rick said, you know, Coach Brandstetter, he was the denied drill. He threw the basketball at our heads. <laughs> you know? Yes, he did. You know, if, if you turned your head on that drill and you can't see the basketball, he threw the basketball whipping past your head. You could feel it. He got LeVay a lot. But to this day, that's... Yeah. <laughs> LeVay Walker! But then, but then LeVay went on to be one of our best defenders. And yep. to this yep. day, that has been yep. one of the most impactful drills. And whenever I'm working with kids or whenever I get invited into a practice to coach, I'm teaching them that drill because it's effective. Right. Mm. Tough love is uh, the best Rossi. love. I'm sorry. Please. Yes. yes. No, you, you're good. Go ahead, Rossi. Give me your thoughts. Um, I actually love a good coach like that. We have one, uh, Coach Jones, played at Notre Dame. Uh, he was my defensive coordinator when I was at Adams. Uh, first day meeting this guy, I had on flip flops, defensive drills. I went out there to be cool with Ed. Uh, he told me get off my field or join my drills. I don't flip flops. Flip flops. I'm not even on defense. Wow. wow. I don't flip flops. Wow. So you know we had one of the best defense uh, senior year because of him, and um, he's now you know still he. he was at Washington, took him to the state finals. Uh, now he's back at Adams, and he sends his players to college. He's a great, great coach, but he's tough. Mm-hmm. That's. But now, nowadays, I've learned uh, as coaching kids, kids nowadays are not as hard, hard, hard as kids. Oh my god! Like like we were. <laughs> they are soft, so you have yeah. to change your coaching. Like you have to be a player's coach. You have to know your personnel, KYP. It's just guys. I, go ahead, Ross. Finish. It's hard. Finish. No, it's hard. I was just saying, like, it's it's hard to say, like, you know, every kid wants a coach like that, but then actually seeing it and when it gets in your face, how how can how how are you going to react to it? Okay, I, I want to bring this to everybody's attention. All right, I've actually been reading and hearing. Some people wanted Izzo to be fired, right? That's the generation that we're in. Let me draw your attention to someone with three national championships. Uh, well, four. One as a player in 1960, and then one as three as a as a coach in 76, 81, and 87 uh, from Bloomington, Indiana, hey. at Assembly Hall. Robert Knight. <laughs> Greatest thing I saw. <laughs> 
Robert Montgomery Knight. Listen, if Izzo needs to be fired, then Bobby Knight should be put on death. (laughs) Bobby Knight threw a chair on the court. He choked the kid. He yelled in their face. And he's got three titles to prove it. And I believe one with Isaiah, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, Izzo, he's a national champion. 2000. Seven NCAA regionals, final four appearances, 99, 2000, 2001, 2005, 2009, 2010, 2015. We don't, we're not privy to know what goes on in the practice facilities with Tom Izzo. Kirk, I think he might have been in a couple of them. But for the most part, we don't get to see it. Here's my point. Izzo probably does this stuff in practice. But because it was seen on TV, there's an uproar. Here's my issue with today's generation. Like Kirk, like Ralph said, these kids are soft. Soft, bro. You don't want to be yelled at. You don't want to be chastised. You don't want to be disciplined. Everybody just wants a participation award. And unfortunately, I feel like this. There should be no participation awards. Once we get out of T-ball and softball and all of that foolishness and, and you know it, it, <coughs> these kids if you're old enough to talk back to your coach and think that you have the brains to say what it is you want to say then you're old enough to take what's coming your way yep, his old didn't choke him he didn't body slam him he didn't throw a, a chair on the court or anything like that he said there, there should be no my bads listen like, like, like Rick said Michigan State was down it, 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 it did not look like they were going to win that game at many of points until they finally turned it on and the three ball started dropping. So I personally, I have no problem with that. I think we need more coaches like me too. I think we need more coaches that are not afraid to get at these kids, to yell at them, to tell them, hey, listen, this was your because this is how you become a better player. This is how you become a better player. So uh while, while we're in the NCAA tournament mood, let's 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 go ahead and, and, and delve into a couple of these games. Uh, let me start with Rick. What are your thoughts about this tournament? Hold on, say that again, bro. Your your thoughts about that? You still waking up from your nap? You want me to <laughs> go? To, okay. What are your th- <laughs> thoughts about this all right, tournament? All right. <laughs> all hey, right, all hey. Right. I, hey, I I love it, man. You know. Whatever to the brackets, you know, it is what it is because it happens every year. But, hey, I'm loving the fight. I'm loving the competitiveness. Um, yo, Iowa coming back from that 25-point 20, deficit, um, you know, even though they lost, they still fought in the second half and they brought the game into overtime. That's the type of competing I love to see. Um, mm-hmm. this, this, this tournament is great. Duke game today. Thriller, oh. nail biter. Oh, God. I mean, man. my my stomach, oh, my stomach was turning. <laughs> oh, I'm like, God. I'm like, what is oh, going on? God. Oh, yo, God. I mean, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Let's dude, see. what a, what a great game! You got Walford almost oh. winning against Kentucky. Yes. Uh, they took them to the limit yesterday. I mean, this March man, this is what it's all about, man. I'm what loving about- it. Yep. Let me say this, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually pass it to Kirk. He, he uh, has some technical difficulties, but we're going to get him back on that conversation about the kids. Matter of fact, let's, let's do that now. Yeah. Let's get back to that now. And then, Rouse, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, kick it to you, and you can go in the turkey talk, too, if you, if you got some. Go ahead, Kirk. Um, what, y'all can hear me? 
My, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we keep talking about how kids are soft and, you know, it may be true, um, but it's not the kids. You know, when you think about it, okay. kids are going to be kids. What changes is the discipline and the teaching that they're getting. So over time, mm-hmm. our, the parenting and the teaching has changed. Mm-hmm. Like we, we come mm-hmm. from a strong background of mother and fathers in our lives and, and the strong teaching. Sure. And then even good point. even within the communities and when we went to school, right. when we went to church, I mean, everybody was pouring into us. So now these mm-hmm. kids have so much freedom, do whatever you want, be yeah. whatever you want to be. And then now, so when you try to go talk to them, because they've been coddled all this time, now you're now you're hurting yeah. their feelings. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's, it's they're cool. like that because of the environment that we put them in, that we've created. So let let me ask this question, and, and anybody can answer. Very good point. If they want. Should parents then, or the legal guardians, uh, how much input should they have when their child is in the sports program? Um, I myself, I was coaching, uh, you know, the boys uh, last year, and 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 I had parents come to me and tell me to tell the head coach, hey, listen, you're not playing my kid enough, or uh, my kid's not, he's he's getting beat up out there, or whatever. Now, you know, I'm running assistant coaching and doing the best that I can. But, you know, also in my mind, I'm like, hey, let this guy do his job. This is what he's paid to do. How much should parents be able to be involved in that? Should they be able to be involved, period? Should they just be able to sign them up and move the heck out the way? Sign up. As a a current head football coach at Dickinson Middle School, uh, yeah, sign them up and get the heck out the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. No, seriously, uh, parents, parents, Pretty much. parents are are they're they're irritating in in a sense that if you're not, I, I invite the parents to come to the practice. I invite the parents to sit and to watch us to see what we're doing, but stay in the stance. Um, <laughs> I want you to see why your child is not playing right or playing. right I, I want you to see it i want you to see the effort or not the effort that they're putting in i want you to see how i'm coaching your child if if they're on this team uh i want you to, to trust me yes trust is earned so right. i'm gonna earn your trust right. by by letting you come watch me coach um i don't like when a parent comes to me and tell me their child should get more playing time and you're not coming to practice to watch them Wow. To watch them. That's like that's like people it, are complaining about stuff that goes on in the country, but didn't vote. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it like, that's a good it, point. It that's a good point. Like, don't don't come to me and you're not you're not you're not coming to the practice to watch it. Um I, Yeah, just sign them up and get out the way. I I, I, I like that thought too, because even if you and, and and this goes back to to, to Kirk's thought, and then I'm gonna kick it to Rick and Rick if you got something on there. Going back to Kirk's thought about the upbringing. A lot of these parents uh, are, are screaming at coaches, but you don't see the parent at parent-teacher conference. Exactly. And so, right. to me, that that's that's a significant yeah. part of the teaching because these kids come into practice and think that they're supposed to. Ju- a lot of these kids playing basketball can't shoot a free throw. Don't know how to play defense. They put they play football. They're not running between the tackles well enough. They're not receiving the ball right. Their steps are off. What you know, and, and, and a lot of that goes into studying. But if you're not studying even on your homework, what makes you think that you're going to study with the sports? Exactly. So I, I, I totally agree. I, I think that it, it, a lot of it has to do with upbringing up community and who's involved in their life. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, right. Rick and 
we'll move. Oh uh, man, like Ross said, you know it's irritating, man. Nobody wants a Lebar ball from the state. Yes. yes. Like nobody. Look at what it did. To nobody us. wants to hear, <laughs> you know, all that outside yeah. noise. Uh, why? Why they're not doing this? How come you're not putting them in? What, what happened to the minutes and all that type of stuff? And then right. like Ross said, you know, you're not coming to the practice. That's where the work ethic starts. Like what yep. you do in the Absolutely. practice shows on the field of the actual game day. And that right. goes with anything. Mm-hmm. If you're a pastor, you have to study. If yeah. you're a teacher, yeah. you have to study your plans. You know, if you're a music teacher, mm-hmm. obviously you're going to have to know something about music. You're going to be able to teach it. So yeah. you practice it exactly. the week mm-hmm. to understand on yep. the performance day. Yep. Um, yeah. And That's then, good. you know, like you said, hey, with the upbringing and everything, like I, when I had, when Mari was here, <clears throat> you know, we showed up to parent-teacher conferences. You know, kids, they yeah. only tell you half the story. Right. That's right. So, you know, we, we, we found out some stuff that was going on. We didn't know anything about until we got there to the breakfast. So get involved with your kids. Said, and yeah. I'm gonna say this and I'll be done. Um, <laughs> or the practices and everything. Um, like it's okay, parents, you know, you can work with them outside of the practice, but just work on the fundamentals. Yes. Uh, you don't right. you, you know, don't you can't you don't know the system as far as you know what's going on and being taught. But I think it's okay yep. to work with them with the fundamentals of whatever sport that they're in, you know, as the parent. Um, is able to do that. That's just my my thought. Don't coach from the stands. Don't tell your don't yeah. tell your kid to do something yeah. that I told yeah. him not to do. I'm coaching. Yeah. I don't I don't come to your house and tell them not to yeah. clean their room. Like, don't, don't, don't coach for me. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Listen, because the most embarrassing thing is for your child to see you get kicked out. Yes. While you're supposed to be watching. It. That's <laughs> exactly. the most embarrassing thing, and I've seen that happen many a yeah. time. So what we're basically sitting here saying at the cave is let the coaches coach and the players yeah. play. You just let, sit in the stand let them do their job. Let, yeah. yeah, pretty you much. Know, coach pretty set much. the tone. Like this is how I run my program. This is what I want to do. You know, you guys are more than welcome to come in and practice, like Ralph said. And, you know. And listen. If if you have a problem with that, then you go out and start your own team and find out how hard it is to divide playing time amongst these kids. Exactly. Because not everybody wants to just go out there and just lose because your child isn't. Eh, they're 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 on on second tier, and, and when there's another kid that's on first tier, not all kids want to lose. So that, that's that's just my take on that. Let's let's jump back to Tony uh, Rouse. Give, give me your Tony talk, and we'll we'll move forward. Um, what was the question? Your tournament talk. What are you what are you taking from the Oh tournament? man, I actually love it. I love the upset. Um I was actually one of many people to to uh to pick Old Dominion to beat Purdue and that was a huge mistake. Purdue <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't think there was many people to pick that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well hey, yeah. <laughs> Purdue is is a sleeper. They are great. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know why I picked Old Dominion. Maybe it was just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh I really thought they had a chance and boy I was wrong. Purdue is yeah. For those of you that are uh, uh, wanted to know about where we stand with our brackets, uh, I am in first place with 460 points, Rick with 450, and uh, Rouse with 390. I don't know what happened with Rouse's bracket, but it is <laughs> atrocious. Kirk didn't get in right away, so we'll, we'll definitely have him in this year. Uh, Kirk, bro, tell me. 
what is significant for you as far as this tournament goes, especially looking forward to LSU and Michigan State on Friday. Man, that that's you know it's gonna be a tough. One. You know, there's there's a saying around here: it's January, February, Izzo, and April. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is what we do around here at Michigan State. It's all about March, and you know, unfortunately, last three years. They haven't made it to the second weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and that's been <laughs> crazy. And people are so angry at Izzo. It's like you just, you know, the players play, the coaches coach, players play. You know, Izzo has had the tendency to overcoach, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's cost us at times. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's just a game, and you know, but this yeah. is the most, it's the most wonderful time. Oh yeah, yeah! I, I am so excited well, about this. Like, I root for Michigan State. I love Michigan State, but like, I want to see the upsets, and I look for the stories. Yeah. Like, I, it what what is kind of as great as this tournament has been. I think what's missing this season is the stories. Maybe I'm just not paying yeah. attention to yeah. it. But it's like yeah. last year we yeah. had the great run from Loyola, and we had right. UMBC. Sixteen. It's like where are those mm-hmm. stories? Where are yeah. those backline stories? Well, Kirk, you know, that's a, that's a good point. And I think the reason why is because teams now are bringing their AAA++ game. Whereas we never – look, never in a million years would we have thought that a 16 would yeah. be the one. But I clearly remember telling you all last year. Well, a 16 is going to be a one in about three years because players are better. Better. Systems are better. People are figuring out what to well, do. Well, like, I hate to say this. We almost went down. My Blue Devils almost went down, and we should have lost that game. It was two situations that happened that, that should have made us lose. Uh, uh, Taco, he fouled out. That is a name above names. Taco fouls out, and then <laughs> UFC uh, go on a fast break and, and, and oh, miss man. a lob. You know, and, and, and Johnny Dawkins is a great coach from Duke. Great coach with UCF out there. It's just balling. But I think that teams are just better. They're prepared. They're like, look, that was the regular season. That was preseason. This is a whole new well, season. A different I got season. a couple Win in advance. That, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I, I think the Go reason ahead. why and these teams are so successful, and especially against a young team like Duke, is because a lot of these smaller schools, those guys have been in the program three and four years. Mm-hmm. They're playing. They're juniors and That's seniors. Right. So, so they really know doing. these. They know the systems inside and out. They got that chemistry that can't be matched, and that's how they can go on and pull off these upsets. Another thing is, mm-hmm. you know, some of these top recruits are going to schools and then they're transferring out and going to these smaller schools. That's happening exactly. too. So that's why mm-hmm. you're seeing, you know, a little more spread out of the talent. And some of these cats just yeah. just ball, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Rick. No, I'm just agreeing. <laughs> I, I, you know what I, what I like too, uh, Wolford. <laughs> Wolford, yes. Wolford was a <laughs> good team. <laughs> <laughs> you barking over there, Wolford. Well, yeah, Wolford, <laughs> Wolford, whatever the name That's is. Oh, hey, look, I watched them guys when they played North Carolina and beat them. That was yeah. a good team. They almost got Kentucky. Right. They had some good shooters on there. So I, I think the way in which these teams are playing, like I said. Systems are better. Therefore, UCF, their system was so outstanding today, and they know like the I system was, because they've been in it. They, they know, know it. it. They've been there. They know it. They know it. So, you guys had anything else you want to say about this tourney, or 
we need. I to- just think it's got to be a headache for these guys coaching one uh, one and dones because you got to try to implement your system throughout the year. <sighs> And, yeah. and I think that's a big yeah. reason why Michigan State has been successful because they usually have those juniors mm-hmm. or seniors that have been in these yeah. moments that know the plays inside and out, that have, they take, they get their butts whooped early in the year by Kansas and Duke and Kentucky's mm-hmm. to prepare them for the tournament. Yeah. It's I, a one I, game tournament. Anything can The happen. best teams don't always win. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It is. Now, you you know what I think will will definitely make that all change is when the NBA go into the you can come straight out of high school rule. When that happens, when that happens, honestly, I think the tournament might be better. Because players are going to be there more and they're going to yeah. be seasoned. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah you're going to see, like Kirk said, you're going to see guys that have been in programs for three or four years and then you're really going to get stories out of that. These, now everybody's just focused on Zion and RJ and they're, they're one and dones and, 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 you know, and uh, uh, Murray State, his name is leaving me right now. Uh, ja. Ja. You know, that, oh God. I don't know if people were just focused on his highlights. But I watched his full game against uh, Marquette. Holy cow. Yeah, he's cold. He's a, kid, he's kid a is great, special. great player. Yeah. He's a great. He is so I heard somebody say he, he's Russell. Um, who was the comparison? It was Russell Westbrook, uh, Rayshon Rondo, and another great player. All like He's all that into one. And I can see it. The man averaged wow. 10 Yeah, he's nice. Yes. 26 yeah, yeah. and 10? And got a triple-double yes. that first round. He got a triple-double. He can shoot. His vision on the court was phenomenal. You. Yes. yes. He did it yes. twice. <laughs> that Murray State team is good, too. Don't don't get me wrong. That Murray State team is good, too. Yeah. I like that team. You know, sucks they had to get eliminated, but there it goes. Let's let's uh look, we're gonna switch um to, to just a little bit of NBA talk and then we're gonna move forward. Uh guys. Greg Popovich, he uh, had his another winning season. He has not had a losing season, a losing record since 1997. Wow. Here's the question. Is Greg Popovich the greatest coach of the modern era in sports? Yes. yes. Sports? Here's sports? why. Wait, sports? Here's why. Sports or basketball? Yeah. You said sports. I, okay, let's break it down. Let's yeah. go with basketball, basketball. and then let's go with sports. Okay. Yes, here's, yes. Here's why. Here's why I'm saying sports, and and, and we, we well, I'll tell you why I said sports. Let go. Let's stick with basketball. He's the greatest coach in basketball of the modern era. I think we can agree with that. Easy. Okay. Here's why I say sports. Nick Saban, Bill Belichick. Those guys are absolute winners. Every year, they're right there. Alabama, Clemson this year. Nick say or a Bill Belichick, another Super Bowl ring, and we're like, uh, it could be Rams, it could be Chiefs, blah blah blah. They went again. That, that's that. That's why my question is: is 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 Greg Popovich the greatest coach of modern sports? Yes. In this era. Yes, I would say yes because not only he don't always have the best players. Like Tim Duncan was probably the best player at his position he has ever right. had. Hands down, and. They get players we have no idea right. who they are, and he develops the players to fit his system. To fit, yes, yep. his system, guys. And then, but his does does Belichick yeah. do that and too? Then, I mean, I think we just yes. yes, but 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 this is a different team. Belichick and Pop, 
You never <laughs> Pop wins his his championship don't have an asterisk by it. You know, like, there's there's no cheating. <laughs> there's no the there's, gate, there's no the right. plate gate. There's no uh cameras. No any of that. He goes, I mean it's just, Rick, what's that you coaching? I, I think the cool thing about Pop is like a, like when it when this run all started, it started with the Twin Towers, right? And then yeah, you yeah. knew you couldn't go to that because the NBA started going more toward the three ball. So they started utilizing more of the corner three-point shots. And they started factoring more of a pick-and-roll style game. It's like his game or his his uh, philosophy adapted to the game. Adapt. And um, just it's just amazing to me that he's won 50 games every year. Every and it started year. with yes. Tim Duncan. It yes. started that year. Well, <laughs> yes. yeah. That's, and that's unbelievable to me. He was. It wasn't like he was. He was on his way out. I would say Robinson was still kind of in his prime a little bit. He was still out there. Doing, man, uh, that that. Oh, Go ahead, Kirk or Rick. What 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 are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I agree. Um, obviously, being a Lakers fan. They gave us headaches after year after year. <laughs> I hear the you know, voice. <laughs> yeah, he did. you know, <laughs> they gave they gave us headaches, man. We we had some great uh, series with them, um, and, and I'm I'm more into that style of play, man. Like, I, I just love the fundamentals of basketball. And I mean, you have you have you get you get that in the coaching with Pop. And then, obviously, you know, you had Tim Duncan, whose nickname by Shaq was Dean, Big Fundamentals. Uh, I mean, it was a slow, you know, the half-court pace and everything. But, dude, that's, that's hey, that gets the job done. That has gotten the job done. You got the perimeter shooters. I mean, it, it's a great system. Uh, Pop, hey, what, what more can you say about the guy? Like, the record speaks for itself. I... I- I, like, I got a thought. Go so ahead, Kirk. One, one yeah. thing, there's there's a player on that roster. His name is Brent Forbes. I don't know if you guys remember him from Michigan sure. State. He's been stellar this He year. at Michigan, and this shows how great a coach Popovich is. Brent Forbes yeah. could not dribble two steps down the floor. He all he could do <laughs> legit was shoot, and he could not play defense. But you see him, he's a great perimeter defender now. He, he was even running point guard. For the Spurs at certain points early in the year and into last year, like this guy, mm-hmm. he's just he's the best. He's, he's a the developer. Best. He is. I, a I, 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 I love it, and I, I'm gonna tell you why I love Pop. I was a little hesitant about Demar going to San Antonio and Kawhi leaving because I felt like Kawhi he was just flourishing there. But then I thought about that. I thought about that. Demar has developed defensively in San Antonio so much. Look at Popovich's coaching staff. Becky Hammond could be a, a, a head coach in the NBA. She will be. She will. I be. believe she will be I, the first I, I, I head think coach. The NBA's in the NBA. heading that route. They're all for equality and all of that. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Which you know that that's another topic for another another show. <laughs> I, I I mean we we've seen Popovich with with. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. And to all my female listeners, we're not going there. There's a few gay we're referees. Not, you know that? We're, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're, we're not going there either because I'm not gonna get kicked off the air. Uh, so yeah, I look at Popovich, man. He's had Avery Johnson, Manu Ginobili. He had Dennis Rodman. He had. 
uh, uh, Tony Parker, Kawhi, Robert Ori, Steve Kerr. These guys are winners. And I be- believe that they became even more winners when they went through that yeah. system. Yep. Which is why I wouldn't have had a problem if LeBron went to San Antonio. <laughs> I know market that, you know, it's like, uh, the big lights, let's go to LA. Fine, cool, I'm with it, whatever. But to win, because that's what Popovich is all about. That's why I like Popovich and Belichick and Nick Saban and all these guys that people don't like is because they just go out there and win. Like, Nick Saban is the greatest college coach ever. I love Coach K. But Nick Saban goes out, and they just win. And it's like one year the SEC is tough, and then the next year it's not. But we always well, that, see Saban. Well, it helps Alabama that he has the best year. players in the country. The best players. You know, and, Pretty much. and now Clemson is doing that. And that's why Clemson whooped that yeah. butt. That, yeah, I, I yeah, still can't did. believe that. Yeah. I still cannot yeah. believe so, that. So, yeah. this, this is why I say it's, it's, to me it's – it's pop because, like I said before, he don't always have the best players in their right. position. Literally, besides Tim Duncan. Right. Yeah, but Belichick, I can see that same thing. Who better than than Brady? Aaron Rodgers. But who better than Brady? Yeah. I mean, one year you know, he had he had Moss to have with. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, just, year. But he t- but see, remember, this is a Moss that was out of Minnesota. And we thought that, you know, that's the greatest brand. It was Oakland, Moss. right? He comes to New England. Did he, yeah. did he go to Oakland, Oakland and then come to New England? I think I think he went to Oakland and came yeah. to New England. I believe it was like a year. So, much respect. I'm, I'm a, I'm, uh, I want to go One more thing on Pop. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I come in a little late on everything. No, you're, you're all right. It's okay. You think about it. You, you mentioned the players. <laughs> Avery Johnson went on to be a coach. And I'm pretty sure yes, he won and got, coach got, of the year. Oh my god. And, and he did oh, some great things in, in Dallas. That sucks and, and do you guys He just got fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean at, oh. at, oh, Alabama, just got fired. at Alabama. Oh. He yep. just got fired. It sucks. A job. He needs to coach somewhere. Yep. Bring him to the NBA, put him but with the Lakers. His country better find another job somewhere in the South. Yeah, yeah uh, but you're not a coach looking like a who's, little rope. Who's the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks right now? Uh uh, what is his name? Mike Mike Bru- Brunhauser, right? And where did he yeah, where did he yep. start? Where was he as an assistant coach at? San Antonio. Oh, That's how yep. you know you got a good coach. Yep. Hey, Steve Kerr I mean, played through Dabble the system. Sweeney, you look you look at it because you know it's it's in college football too. Some of the best college football coaches yes. have come out of that Nick Saban tree, and yeah. Nick Saban yeah. came out of Bill Belichick. Come on, yes yeah. he did, yeah. yes he did, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that the truth. Guys, go ahead, Rick. <laughs> no, I was just saying, that's called Circle of Life. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Shout out to Lion King. Uh, <laughs> so, I want to bring this guy up. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Tuesday, man, he had 44 points, 27 in the fourth. Uh, Nets made the largest comeback in team history, 28 points. The Nets are currently 38 and 36, 16 and a half uh, games back. Russell's averaging 20.7 points yeah. a game and 6.9 assists a game. Is D'Angelo Russell a late bloomer or is he right on time? Uh, Go ahead, Rick. Uh, <coughs> or Ross, man. No, no, that's cool. Go ahead, Rick. No, he's definitely right on time. Uh, think about it. This is his third, uh, third season. I believe this is third or fourth year with uh, the Nets. 
in the NBA. NBA. In the NBA. I mean, yeah. that's expected, man. Um, you know, he came out of Ohio State. Obviously, going at the number one pick, like, <clears throat> dude is a stud. But now you see him, you see him in his element. <clears throat> like, he was a monster. Uh, but now it's really showing. Like, I, I love it. I love it. I was a fan of uh, D'Angelo uh, when he came to the Lakers. But obviously, you know, with the social media and all that type of stuff, young guys get caught up in that. He did what he did and everything with the Nick Young situation. Uh, but, hey, D'Angelo. <laughs> we, we can forget about, you know, we can forget about that stuff. But, yes, we yeah, can. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, he's playing his ball. Yeah. Like, you just see the stats, man. This dude's putting up numbers. I mean, steals. He's like he's doing it all. He's carrying that team. I, I let, let let me ask you uh, this question. I, I'll toss this to to Rouse and and Rye. You can answer that, and Rick, you can answer that too. Uh, D'Angelo is going to be a restricted free agent, uh, and he'll be eligible for a contract as high as twenty seven point three million dollars. He can stay in Brooklyn up to five years and get one hundred fifty eight point one million, or leave for four years. And get 117.2 million. Do you think he stays in Brooklyn and do you think he has enough to grab a Kevin Durant? Because lately he's been giving Kevin Durant a tour of uh the Brooklyn Stadium. And and honestly, in my opinion, I think the Nets team really played well this year. They can acquire one of these top free agents. What 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 do you think, Ross? Uh, first of all, D'Angelo Russell was my caveman of the week, so that kind of sucks. Wow. Yours too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, um, I, man, this dude, he's not a late bloomer. Uh, I think he's right on time. I actually think leaving at late, I actually think snitching was the best thing that ever could have happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the like, only time he got him out of LA. <laughs> Only yeah. time, <laughs> like he's yeah. out, he's out of LA. He feels like right at home in Brooklyn. It's an open, like open space. Their system, and he just he he can show his talents. Like he really can show why he was the number one pick. Right. Uh, I, man, I, I like the guy. I'm, Kirk, I'm happy for him. Kirk, I, Magic Johnson. He, he he said that that uh at that time, uh, D'Angelo wasn't the leader that he needed. Uh, I, I, for 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 the Lakers team, that's that's why uh, they they wanted him out of there. Uh, what do you think now, late bloomer, right on time? Uh, you know, I think it's right on time. And when you when you really think about it, since he's been in the league, what we say about four years. I mean, technically, he's mm-hmm. uh, he would be a year removed from his senior year at Ohio State. So you just kind of go through right. that development. I think that's what's kind of hurt a lot of these guys. I mean, they are. They're teenagers, and they come to the NBA, and they're making all this money, and and he's in a big city like LA, and it's like they're right. still kids, you know. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it takes time to do to develop, and I know it's got to be a headache for these head coaches in the NBA because some of these kids have made it through through uh, prep school into college and straight yes. to the NBA, not really with any fundamentals in their game. Yeah. Not developed. You know, they're just getting yep. through straight on talent. So now some of these coaches at the at the highest level of basketball have to try to teach yeah. these kids fundamentals. And sometimes it just, you know, so I wouldn't say he's a late bloomer. He's right on time because he's getting that teaching and training and coaching that he should have gotten. Have. But he would have yeah. gotten if he would have stayed in school. And, and David yeah. Stern, I, he had to 
I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe he had the right idea, but with them changing to the one and done, it's it's totally affected it in a negative way because yeah. now they all think that they're one and done instead of well, previously they were only two or three guys that came right out of high school, right? Yeah, and it went was to rare. the NBA. Yeah, it was rare. Yep. Yep. Now they all yep. think they're Kobe. ready. Right. Yeah. Well, again, this goes back. Now, Is that Adam AAU? Silver, <coughs> uh, What's that? Is that an AAU problem? Uh, everything I hear, I, I I I think AAU is a problem in itself. That's just <laughs> I don't think AAU is developing a lot of kids, but I don't think it's doing that. Let's start. I think AAU is just a good showcase for highlight films for kids that are good. But then Something after that, do. I don't think it it develops. Yeah, Something to do pretty much. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. So uh, <coughs> let's let's do this. I think I want to hit on about two more things. Uh, do I want to talk about the? <sighs> Let's talk about LeBron. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> Why? We ESPN do that. does that enough because he's it doesn't always. know. We're not ESPN. <laughs> uh, he's not making well, the playoffs. Well, this is with D'Angelo. He's not making the playoffs. The Nets have eliminated him. Uh, LeBron. This is what he said. He said, but you don't even try and wrap your head around it. You just keep pushing, he told Gordon. He said, just try to get better tonight. Move on to tomorrow and go from there. Playoffs are never promised. You've got to come out and work. For me personally, you just continue to put the work in and see what you can do uh, to to help. And 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 Kobe was interviewed this week, and he, he also was talking about uh, keep pushing. Now, this year, LeBron averaged 27.4 points a game, eight rebounds, and eight assists on 52 games. And, and, and I, you know, I know people don't particularly like LeBron. I love LeBron. I don't, you know, put him on here just because of that. But listen to his 2011 like to 2018. Shut up, Ross. His 2011. <laughs> Ross thinks that Carmelo Anthony is the Michael Jordan of this generation. Yes. That tells you where he's at. Uh, <laughs> LeBron's. That's like, wow. LeBron, <laughs> yes. LeBron's NBA final streak. 2011-2018, eight season totals, including playoffs, 763 games, 536 wins. He averaged 27 points a game, eight rebounds, seven assists, three championships, two MVPs, eight all-star appearances. And to be honest, here's my situation with this. If you're a Laker fan and if you're a LeBron fan, I don't even think that's the most important thing to look forward to as a Laker fan because this is some of the things that I have been thinking about with the Lakers. LeBron is going to be a year older. They're going to have to get a new coach. Top players probably aren't coming to LA. Zoe and Ingram got those injuries. Youth chemistry. Zubek got traded. And Sacramento and the Clippers are on the rise. So I'm going to go with the Lakers uh, 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 corresponder, Rick Phillips. Rick, uh, what the heck do they need to do? Because uh, I, I had just received word from my sources. I don't really have any. I'm just, I like to say that. Uh, I've been hearing, though, Jason Kidd. Not a bad Jason idea. Kidd for, for head coach. What say you? For head coach, what what do you think, LeBron? What what do you think the Lakers need to do? What what, what where are they at? Well, obviously, man, uh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> you know, no no playoffs. Like obviously, at the beginning of the season, you know, we acquired LeBron James. We were number four in the Western Conference. Yada yada. Um, <clears throat> You know, injuries played a big part. But here's my thing. Before I get to the coaching, speaking of injuries, <clears throat> I want to question our medical staff. 
Good old Gary V. <laughs> They need the Phoenix medical staff. <laughs> Think about it, man. Like these dudes have been out for so long. Like Lance Stevenson has like a toe injury. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you're right. You know, was like these, these guys have Even been out. Got surgery on top of surgery. <laughs> they might be trying to tank a little bit. They might be trying to tank a little bit. But no, but hey, no, there's no taking that. They might. <laughs> LeBron but, had a groin injury for 25 games. Hey, but, oh my this, God. but what I, mean, I hear is he rushed back too soon. And he came back out of shape. I'm not I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go with that oh. one. I'm not I mean not they still there. they still wouldn't have made the play on the either way. But <laughs> I don't know, Rick. I don't no, know. I, I, no. I don't think so. They were no, 16 no. and 14 before he got injured. They were they were they were playing nice. I, well, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Six, good. They're five hundred. Sixteen and four. Yeah, that's oh, not good. Uh, you know, the season just started. The season that works just in the right. not Christmas. in the West. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. how many yeah. times yeah. in the West that's have you seen a team that's finished ninth place that won fifty games? That finished ninth in that's the true. West, and the team that that's finished true. tenth won like forty five, forty eight. That's true. Yeah, that's true. The West that's is a not, different beast. That's yep. not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. A yeah. whole different monster. I, I, whole, whole ahead, different Rick. Right, Rick. But no, um, I mean, Jason Kidd, I like I like Kidd, but the... the he said, sorry, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Mark Jackson, man, has been... Oh, man. He's been... I've invited you for him. Like, as far as Laker Nation goes, that has been the name we've been talking about. Him mm-hmm. and Brian Shaw, those, been the, that, those have been the names... You know, before, before we got, uh, what's his name? Dan Tony, um, Brian Shaw. That was who we wanted. But obviously, you know, some changes have to be made. Um, you know, front office too. It's, it's just a bunch of stuff, man. I, it is what it is. <laughs> Develop over the summertime. I'll be glad to get Lonzo back. See what we're going to do with him or whatever, man. But Guys, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with this Lakers conversation real quick, and we're just going to talk about it just for a second. I was having a conversation. Shout out to my man, Cordis Henderson. Having a conversation. Who's the greatest Laker of all time? Oh. Kurt. Oh. All right, start with uh, you, Rouse. I'll start with you. It's, I'm going to say Magic because he set the tone for it all. Okay. 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 But why? Well, I mean, why Why does that tone setting matter? Mm. Because because like, he created a culture there, he created the culture of winning. Listen, that, I, can I say first. this? Can I say this though? Magic yeah. Johnson is God to LA. If if Magic and think of all the finals he went to, he only played what nine years, ten years, pretty much. And he went, injury came back. What he 96. went to like eight? He won Oaks. five, lost yep. to the Celtics two or three times. Right, like that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, when I look at it, and then Ross, if you you know if you want this or, or Rick, I know the Kobe talk is there. I I, I, I totally I mean, the get numbers it. are there, but but Magic. First of all, Magic Johnson was the son of Dr. Jerry Buss. He was the spiritual son. <laughs> are you Magic guys Johnson, giving this to Magic? He was the Joshua because of his son to to, to Moses. <laughs> 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 All of my Bible scholars out there, you know, he was the Isaac to 
I'm just saying. I, I'm going with Magic. No, it's Kobe. And it's Kobe pretty easily for me. Wow. No, no thought about it. Just Kobe that easy. Yeah, that like, is, I, okay. I don't think you can really. I mean, you can make a case for either one, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, think but Kobe's to say is that answer. like it's, it's hard for me to I say. Think, you can't Kobe say Shaq. Isn't. You can't say Jerry West. You can't say. You, can say Kareem. you can't say Will. I mean, you can say Kareem. Yeah, Jerry West. You know what? I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Elgin Baylor is the only highlight Laker that never won a championship. If I'm not mistaken, and 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 I'll, and I'll check my research. Elgin Baylor, the only Elgin Laker Baylor. that was like yeah. great that never won a championship. Yeah. So first of all, that proves how great the Lakers organization actually is as far as getting talent and players. Yeah, the right. Celtics just had everybody else, so that's why. Yeah, they had everybody else. Pretty much. I, I just don't, Ross. You said it was easy for you. I, I'm, I'm wondering how that could be. Uh. Kobe easily because one the era, I think. Okay. Um, from '96 until when he retired, seventeen, sixteen, sixteen, sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so those twenty years, I believe, have had better players in the NBA in that span than Magic from the time he was there. I think. Kobe did he just did a better job of winning with less yeah Magic had a loaded squad for good, sure good quote good quote <sighs> like he just did <laughs> he just did a lot more I mean the guy had Lord have mercy this man played this man played with smooth parts. so God no we're not doing that right so, now we're not so doing that thing, right so now so here's the thing so like are <laughs> So you could say spark alert. You could say most valuable Lakers and greatest Lakers two different things. So, yeah. okay, where where would y'all go with that? I think then? for Sorry, Magic to be the Magic question. goes in the no, you're, that's fine. Magic goes into both those. Magic, I, I you know what? I don't know if if this is fair to use this argument, but I want to use this. The finals against Philly. When he played all five positions, in yeah, finals, yeah, his rookie year, his, his yeah. rookie year, Kobe's rookie year, he was riding pine. We were saying he was like the next Kobe, the next Jordan, based upon Laura Marion, but Magic rookie year comes out of but Michigan State for winning that's national That's my title. point. Of I think at that time there were better players on the Lakers in '96 than when Magic. Got there. Whoa. And... Oh, okay. When he nah. got there, I, yeah. all right. Kobe had Eddie Jones yeah. at that time was a really, really, really good he was. player. He was. Caliber. Nick Van Exel. Yeah. yeah. That that whole team was nice. Kobe coming out of high school, obviously, I don't I didn't think that he was going to be well, you know, I really I was born in eighty eight, so ninety six, I was I don't know, six. <laughs> no, so sir. I, I didn't I didn't know. You feel a little older than that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> reading is fundamental. You know? be mad. Well, whatever. Eight. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, see no. He's got to read. Of, he, he, wow. I didn't see a lot of Kobe in that time, so I had you know. I, I was. I don't know. But reading and just knowing basketball, I honestly think Kobe had a lot more talent around him than Magic 
and Magic didn't do a good job as a dad. So again, oh. Kobe. Ah oh, no! Fire. No. Hey, hey, listen. Well, it's been this swell, is why guys. I'm gonna argue it's with that. Swell. <laughs> why, this, this is why I'm gonna argue with that. Magic did Starbucks. He's got the Dodgers. He had Magic Johnson Theater. It, I mean, let's go. He had him and Larry Bird shaped the NBA. Yeah. So, so they so took racial bounds. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, so I, I think I, if I, I word it that way, is, Magic's the most valuable. Kobe's the greatest Laker. Listen, we like we want to know from all of our arcade fans out there, man. Who 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 do you got? The the greatest Laker of all time. And uh, man, next week we get on here, read some of your responses, and 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 it'll be interesting to find out. Uh, from great Lakers to the Lakers that suck, Lonzo Ball, and we're gonna move from this. Uh, he's leaving. Big baller brand for Nike, apparently, possibly. Mm. Says Lonzo and uh, and, and yeah. big baller brand severed ties with co-founder Alan Foster, who owns 16.3 percent uh, of the brand. He he stole apparently 1.5 million dollar from Alonzo from Lonzo's personal and business account. Wow. In 2002, Foster was sentenced to more than seven years in prison after pleading guilty to one count of mail fraud and two counts of money laundering as part of a scheme that defrauded 70 investors of $4 million, <laughs> according to federal wow. court records obtained by ESPN. Foster was also ordered to pay $3.7 million restitution to victims. Now, Lonzo... Uh, posted on his Instagram, moving on to bigger and better, uh, hashtag my own man, and then he had a saying on the picture that says, "With uh, uh, it's only crazy to dream until you do it with the, uh, until you just do it, and he had a Nike logo clearly showing on his jersey, and his name was in the, in the Raptors highlight. It was in the Raptors. <laughs> it was in the Raptors highlighted. So... So is Lonzo going to start wearing Kobe's now? He did. I mean, he's, he's been known to wear them before. He yeah. yeah. did early on. Kobe's the greatest Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you know we can't find any weapons anymore. That's all that yeah. is. I, you know I, what I, I was hearing? I, don't know. I was hearing that Magic and some of the Lakers brass was was questioning whether um, him wearing his own brand of shoe is affecting all of his injuries, which I think is a good point. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, guys know me. Mm-hmm. I, I've been my entire life, and Grant Hills is uh, my favorite player of all uh-uh. time. And so Grant Hill had a Nike deal lined up, leaving Duke. Yes, he did. But he chose to go with Fila to do his own thing, and I and that's what yeah. really messed yeah. him up because Fila had never made a basketball shoe before, and that exactly. was my. And hey. you know what type of history he had with his injuries. That was my concern with Lonzo being with this brand. Hey, hey, hey Kurt, is, is that is that why you stopped wearing Fila's? Oh, I had a, I had so many ankle injuries <laughs> in, in high school. I did. I, I did. And, and you know what I switched to? Kurt? You know what I switched oh, to? And, so and OE, I switched to where, where'd Kobe you go? Bryant. They had the ankle insurance. Kobe. I've been wearing Kobe's ever since. Yeah. Ever since. Mm. Yeah. Yes, he has. Kurt had the full Fila jumpsuit. Oh, you couldn't tell him nothing. Hey, man, I wasn't buying my own clothes. Hey, man, I wasn't buying my own clothes. Shout out Rodney Senior and Linda. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, look, let's move on uh, to everybody's favorite segment as we prepare to get ready to dismiss from this place. It's time for top five. And this week, we are doing 
the top five superheroes versus villains. We got a lot of responses about our Marvel talk last week. And let me update you. Me and the wife just watched Captain Marvel on Saturday. I'm going to buy it because I want to dig deeper into it. But if you haven't seen it, I, I definitely recommend go, you to watch go, it. Go, it's, go it, get it. it. It's just seven and a half out of ten stars to me. It's, it's you know, it's good. But yeah, I gave it an eight. Top eight. five. Rick, give me your top five superheroes versus villains. Um, let's go. Number one, no particular order, but I'm just going to read them off. Um, Got to do Batman and Joker. I mean, that's okay. vintage. Um, mm-hmm. I got Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, Harry. Wow. <laughs> he stole his girl. <laughs> I like the Green Goblin. I like the little hovercraft thing, man. The dude is just dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to do Superman and Darkseid. Wow. Mm. Mm. Um, I, like I said last week on the show, I'm not too familiar with the comics. You know, I'm only familiar with the cartoons. But I have watched some of those movies that they have, you know, this little series in Dark Side. Uh, for what I have read, paralyzed Superman, but he did not kill him. Um, you have Avengers and Thanos. Wow. Um, we all know, you know, we're ready for this new movie that's coming out. Thanos is a freak of nature. But this next dude that I'm getting ready right. to say, um, and I don't know, if, you know, if you guys have it on your list or not, but I thought about him. I'm going to give you a little bit of detail about this guy. So I got X-Men and Apocalypse. Mm, Wow. Apocalypse being the oldest mutant, right? Yeah. This dude, immortality, shapeshifter, telekinesis, teleportation, telepathy, uh, augmenting the powers of other mutants, um, matter and energy manipulation, flight, Regenerative healing factor, superhuman strength, speed, stamina, and durability. Think about it. If this brother teamed up with Thanos, <laughs> like, <laughs> wiped out, man. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the oldest mutant. This dude just <laughs> look at the name Apocalypse. Exactly what it is. That's that's my top five. Uh, Rousey, give me your top five, dude. Man, we have Batman versus Joker, of course. Uh, gotta go with Black Panther versus Kilimanjaro. Gotta do it for the culture. That's a great, great, great thing. Obviously, Avengers versus Thanos. I got X-Men versus Magneto. And Spider-Man versus Green Goblin. Yeah, Harry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm going to give mine. Kirk had to step away. Hopefully he can get back. If not, we'll we'll uh see if he can and, and can post his on on social media. Uh, number five for me, and this is in order. Uh, Superman versus Lex Luthor. Mm. Uh, a good one. I, I, when 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 Lex grabs that kryptonite, it's 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 a done deal, oh, and right. it's a mental game with Lex. Yep. Lex wasn't right. really too physical with him. Uh, number four. I said superheroes versus villains, did I not? Yes, sir. Uh, Detroit, Michigan versus Ron Artest. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, <laughs> bro, 
I watched the fight the other day, and Ron Artest is a villain all to himself. He took on a whole city. I bet he won't lay down another table. He won't do it again. He, 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 took, won't do that he was even sitting on the, 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 the table and got up and clocked some Ron Artest uh, uh, versus, versus everybody. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me go with number three. Batman versus Bane. Bane, okay. okay. Uh, I think Bane gave Batman the fight of his life. Mm-hmm. I think he gave him the fight of his life. I don't think we've we've ever seen that um, ever before. N- n- number two for me was uh, Batman versus Joker. Classic. Joker needed Batman. Batman needed the Joker. Mm-hmm. Flat out. I, I, I mean, clear. And number one to me for my top five superheroes versus villains, uh, everybody versus Thanos. You know, as the other day I watched Infinity War and Thanos snapped his fingers. He didn't fight anybody. He didn't body slam anybody. He literally snapped his fingers. Snapped his fingers. Now, I don't know. The only person I know that can be able to snap their fingers and take life is God. God. Apparently, Thanos is on that level or something like that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. And, and and to mention also what Rick said about apocalypse, I, Rick, I, that is a great thought. That is a great thought. I, I wow. Thanos has uh, the so, Infinity Stones. Plus, yes. I do. And who knows what he's going to do in Endgame? Right. Yes. Right. Who knows what's going to happen? There? April twenty sixth. Yeah, the countdown is on. Yes. So listen, we want to know your top five. Uh, and and we'll, we'll definitely give you the information at the end of this to, to let us know your top five and, and to let us know uh, what you think. We're trying to get uh, we're, we're trying to get Kirk back. He's going to let us know he had to step out. But uh, man, yeah. So from that, let's go. We have a new segment before we close out. It's called the Smush Parker of the Week. Smush Parker of the Week is a person who is completely trash. Uh, ask Kobe Bryant. Um, <laughs> Rousey, what's your Smush Parker of the Week? Who is it? Is that to me? Yes. My Smush Parker of the Week is Alvin Gentry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kobe- <laughs> let me tell you why. Let me, let me, let me tell you why this oh. gentleman. Like, he's, he's, oh, gosh. Leave. <laughs> okay, so uh, Pelicans versus uh, the Suns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Jackson <laughs> hit a three. One point one seconds left. <laughs> Alvin proceed to call a timeout. The game was tied. John Jackson hit the three. Game tied. One thirty six. One thirty six. This gentleman, Alvin, caused a timeout. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, except he didn't have any timeout. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> sons, sons, what, sons, they got a tech. Pelicans got a tech, and uh, Devin went up and hit the free throw, and Pelicans lost. <laughs> so, coach, you mean to tell me this coach can pay millions of dollars 
Yeah, he's most definitely Smush Parker. You know, he should be Smush Parker for two weeks. <laughs> like, oh, man. I understand Chris, Chris Weber doing that. He's a player. They got a lot to think about, you know, during the game and whatnot. Right. But this guy is a coach. It's it's his job to call timeouts. How do you not know you don't have any timeouts, bro? You get paid to know. <laughs> to and know. you have assistants that get paid to tell you. To tell you, you, you to yeah, this man. dude just gonna call it time out without checking <laughs> with anyone. So yeah, bro, you, you most definitely a smush parker for that. Get up oh, out of here. My gosh, that's real. Yo, smush parker of the week. Well, Q, you um you were all up in my it was confirmation you were in my smush parker and my caveman of the week earlier. Um uh, yes, my, yes. my my smush parker of the week is everybody that had a problem with Izzo. Your kids are probably running your household. Just <laughs> <laughs> failures right now. They're just running the household, Ooh. Ooh. setting up the table, not watching, not doing the chores. They're running the house. You all, you parents, you co-parents, this is Smush Parker of the week is everybody versus. Is a wow. Oh my my smush Parker of the week. This Bama needs no introduction. Donald Trump. Hey. Donald Trump has gone on this week by talking about the recently deceased John McCain. He said, and I quote, spreading the fake and totally discredited Dozier is unfortunate. A very dark stain against John McCain. John McCain has passed on. He cannot defend wow. himself. He defend cannot. Himself. He can't do anything. He can't talk back. He can't fight. He can't. He can't do anything. And Trump gets on there, and he proceeds to just try and obliviate John McCain. Donald Trump, you are. You know what, Trump? You're you're probably worse than Smush Parker. The views of this are not of that of anybody else, but Quentin Avances. So, uh, you know, and if people are there, they're Trump supporters. I understand whatever. These are just my views. But he's the Smush Parker of the week. From the Smush Parker of the week, uh, we're going to go to the Caveman of the week. Uh, Rousey, Caveman of the week, man. My Caveman of the week is no other than D'Angelo. I'm a snitch of my teammates and Russell. <laughs> D-Russ! I like the Russ. I like I like the Russ, man. You know, uh last five games, 26 points, nine assists, 2.4 steals. Uh the team is only two and two and three, but hey, the guy is hooping. He went back to LA. Uh he left, he gave him dudes middle fingers and, and left. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, gave took, middle he, took fingers. A, he took a deuce on the court, man. He said, hey, y'all. <laughs> y'all <laughs> Y'all kick me out for snitching. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So, hey, kudos wow. to my man D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he's right on time with his talents. Hey, it's only up for here, baby. Keep so, Rick, Caveman of the Week, bro. Ice in my veins. I love it. Uh, yes, sir. Caveman of the Week, like I said, Q, you were talking about it already. I gave it to Tom Izzo. Um, record 604 wins, 231 losses. Um, head coach since 95, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame inductee in 2016, yeah. Big Stats. Ten Coach of the Year, 98, 09, and 2012, seven NCAA Regional Final Fours, 99, 2000, 2001, 05, 09, 10, and 15. And we're looking forward to this year, 2019. Let's go. 
crazy. Let's go. Come Shout on out to, to Izzo. My caveman of the week. I actually got two. Yeah, I cheated. Uh, one, of course, is D'Angelo's Russell, man, out here. Uh, 44 points, including 27 in the fourth, man. He was just outstanding. Just Damn. outstanding. And also, I want to give it up to this uh, eight-year-old kid. I hope I get his name right. Tiny Anidumi. Uh, he's an eight-year-old chess champion in, in New York. This kid was a refugee, and uh, his family was completely homeless. And uh, he Sorry. went out and won the state New York chess championship. Eight years old. And while he was winning it, his family was still looking for a place to stay and things. And I just found out that they found a place to live. They're doing well. So shout out to him, man. Eight years old. Listen, I don't care how old you are. You can do it. You can do whatever you put your mind and your heart to. Uh, So kudos to him. It's been a dope show. Dope show. And what I think that I want to do is try and get back. Man, Sunday is such a long time. Sunday is such a long time. So we're going to try and figure out how we can maybe uh, make our schedules happen and come in and give you guys more of the cave because you've been asking for it. You've been enjoying it. And we appreciate the love. Rousey, tell them how they can find you, where they can find you at. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, check this out. If you're on PlayStation, you most definitely can hit me up. At they hate Rouse 574 on PlayStation 4. <laughs> they hate Rouse 574 on Twitter. You gotta watch my Twitter because I got some thoughts and I need to put them out there. So you need to tune in for my tweets, my thoughts at uh Twitter of uh, that guy Rouse. And I'm also on Snapchat at okay Dan Rouse. All right, you want to put your social security up there too? My social security number, please don't <laughs> go ahead, Rick. How can they find you? <laughs> Hey, so I'm, I'm I'm back on Twitter, um, but I'm right. tweeting, man. I'm gonna slowly get back into that. But you can find me at Sir Rick Thirty Two, and that's the same thing across the board for my Instagram. Um, yo, funny stories, inspirational uh, quotes about Black culture every day. Um, posting Black success stories, but um, definitely on Instagram you can follow me at Sir Rick S I R R I C K Thirty Two. What's up, man? Listen, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Prince P R I N C three underscore Q. You can also find me on Twitter at Prince P R I N C three Q. And you listen, you can find the cave uh, on social media. Uh-huh.